Oh, that's for Farmer's Market Organ Concert, yeah. Farmer's Market, why would they have an organ concert at a Farmer's Market? How does that work? It brings them in. But what have farmers got to do with organs? Nothing. It's a farmer's market. Unless they're animal organs. It's the market. That's the important word there. You know, see this microphone here? You'll be talking into that, Lyle. Well, not yet. You know, Michael on? left me in charge of the setup here, and I don't like what I'm seeing already. Is it acid? Is it acid? Is it acid? You're on. You're on. Is that what you're on? That's a famous line from a... Andy Warhol film. Oh, yeah, I do remember that vaguely. All I remember about Andy Warhol films was it starts with this close-up, but it looks like... I don't know what it looks like. And then it t- comes back a little farther, and I say, my God, there's pimples on it. And then you oh, go back yeah. a little further, oh, my God, there's a crack in it, <laughs> and there are a pair of hands holding on to it. Yeah. Which one was that? That's... All of them? No, no. But that's where, where this line comes from. It does? That movie? Yes. What was that called again? I don't know. Probably f- something like Flesh. Because uh, most of his... his uh, trash? No, I don't think... That, that was, trash? Maybe it was trash. Garbage? No, no. They were all like single word titles. Like, yeah, yeah, short yeah. Short words. Like can't, I can't remember that, but I just yeah. remember that opening scene. Yeah. I thought, okay. Good. But the, but it's it's the and you know what was good about it is they didn't run titles over it. <laughs> <laughs> so you got the full effect. Orhol, overrated or no, not? No, not at all. No, you like Orhol, do you? Oh, I love those movies because they were just so bizarre. Yeah, so funny. Oh, those movies. Yeah, I like. I enjoyed them. I got to admit, once I got over my initial shock <laughs> at what was happening on the other side of that scene. That, uh, But then once I found out about that, I thought, well, huh, huh. you know. Yeah, I'm trying to think other scenes. There, what was, Did he have that, that shit-eating movie? Was that? No, that no, was that the was other. John Waters. John Waters, yeah. Loved him, too, actually. <laughs> yeah. And for even less reason. <laughs> You know? That's right. That was. I that mean, his was, movies were actually terrible, but they were great. That was the closing scene of that movie. <clears throat> the shit eating. Pink, pink flamingos. Yeah. Pink flamingos. Where she yeah, goes biggest... around and uh, it's a poodle, and she picks up, and the poodle does its yeah. job, and she reaches under and. And who was she? Uh, um, Divine. Divine. Yeah. yeah, Divine was great. Actually, in a lot, a lot of those movies. I think she's no longer with us. No. Uh, well, who is? You don't have to stop and say that anymore. <laughs> You know, those, yeah. Those of us who are survivors. Okay, man, I gotta put down. Crowd's a little light today. I just got. We got uh, Carol and uh, Lynn uh, Blanker is back there, and his mask is down. You don't usually, usually see him like that. I forgot you look like that, Lynn. <laughs> you look a lot like Lynn Blanker. How'd you do that? Good. Where you left off? Good. Are you getting what you need? All right, are you needing what you get? You know, as my dad never said. <laughs> yeah. Don't you wish your dad said more things like, uh, you know, people say, like my dad used to say, you can't tell one unless you've been one or something like that. You know, some saying about life. A penny saved is a penny earned. Did that your dad say that? No, of course not. No, your dad was funny, <laughs> though. There you is, go. It from your, is that from your parents? No, I mean, is there something your parents 
one of their cliche, your mom and dad, uh, my mom used to say, you don't know how to dress. <laughs> and I don't know if she meant well, me. The, you know, I don't know how to dress because she basically dressed me. She bought all my stuff. I mean, I put it on myself. You don't know how to dress. No, but it was, it was, it was point Nixon even. Nixon's mom said it. She uh, was talking about the weather. He said, you know, it's been raining one minute, it's uh, hot the next minute, it's cold. And you don't know how to dress. I guess. That's what I think I said. Oh, that kind But of that's thing. the only folk homily that I have to go oh, on. My dad said a lot of things, but they were all uh, basically, if not obscene, off color. But with Yiddish, so it's... Overtones? It's all fair. All's fair in love and Yiddish. I don't know, in my family, and if, you know, speaking of Yiddish-isms, and I never understood this, still don't. Every time someone said the word nine, uh, my dad would say, Keshin Tuchus Rhyme. So, uh, you know, I mean, because Keshin Tuchus Rhyme does rhyme with nine. Oh, it rhymes. But why that became a thing, and then we all do it, and I, you know, in our last reunion after so many years with, uh, and Arthur was there, I said, Arthur. Remember uh, Kishin Tuchus Rhyme 9, Kishin Tuchus Rhyme? He said, no. Well. I, this is not my, you know, my brother Arthur's been taken over by something even worse. <laughs> An alien Arthur. But I don't understand how this comes up. You, someone, I'm sorry. You're sitting around the table and someone just says. Nine. Yeah, no, they, they said, uh, it's Dad, I, I'm supposed to be there about 9. Kishin Tuchus Rhyme. Oh, okay. okay. Sorry, let's say okay, 845. Well, yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because you always say the, the, the wisdom of the what, elders. What, what does the Yiddish mean? Kiss my ass. Oh, kiss my ass. Okay. Yeah, speaking of Warhol. Well, that seems fairly mm-hmm. innocuous. You know. I don't think there's a word for innocuous in Yiddish. <laughs> you say it, you, don't, you know, you mean something else, and that's Yiddish. Oh, okay. Because if you said it straight out, then they would knock you down and drag you off. But you give them a little... Uh, Schlamazel. He's a schlamazel. They say, I'm sorry? Yes, I was wondering if you're one of the schlamazels or the Derwinskis. You know, you can get out of it that way. Ah. Yeah, schlamiel, schlamazel. My dad had one. What? I can hardly wait. Do you know what I hate about T-Mobile? That little... God, you're on T-Mobile. They know how to find things. It was cheap. It was very cheap. And I'll tell you, the service I got is wonderful. They hacked us. They hacked off T-Mobile. But thank God I had nothing worth hacking. So you got a new phone because of that? No, this is just an app. Yeah, I got this new app. You're going to want this, Lyle. Are you visible on this thing? Yes, you are. You're fine. Okay. You can't see me. Say da 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 da. No, da 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 da. Can you do that for me? Da da da. Da 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 How fast can you do that? Not that fast. Do do as fast as you're comfortable with. Da 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 da. I'm sorry. We got to yeah. get you into the ER because that is the slowest <laughs> da 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 I've ever heard. 
Your da 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 rate slowed down. What do I look like? A trumpeter? Say about a thirty-two on that. Or a flautist? Flautist. Did you play a flout? No, never. Now you, but you played French horn. French horn. Tell me about the French horn years. How were they? Oh, they were glorious. How so? Oh, the desserts were fantastic. <clears throat> the cuisine was. You played for incredible. desserts with a. Fr- you played in a French horn. It was a French horn band. You played for desserts. Hmm. I played for like a year, maybe two years. Yeah, but how did desserts get into it? Because it's French. French cuisine. And desserts, you are French. Coco vin. That's a dessert? Cordon bleu. That's a chicken. Isn't that a chicken? Isn't that a chicken in no, wine? Chicken, if, we, yes. if we were being honest with one <laughs> I another? I couldn't think of French words for French dessert words. Tartuffe. <laughs> what? Yeah. Tartuffe. Tartuffes? <laughs> Tartuffe and tuchus. Did you ever hear of that? Well. That's a very... You got to go to the right part of France for that one. In the southern part, like some of those I think things that's are. A stretch. No, but I wanted to show you this here. I oh, got this new a, app. A new app. Okay. It goes on the phone here. For the for the modern person. Yeah, let me see if I can turn. Uh, oh yeah, so I got to turn this up. for someone who's up to date. Yeah. No, I think you're gonna like it. And brought to you by T-Mobile. Leaving Dane County. Hear that? It's an app that tracks you. And if you're leaving Dane County, because Dane County is like Eden. And the you know, I, I hate to say this because I don't want to draw other people in here because of the snake problem. It's serious. <laughs> but she just said leaving Dane County. Thank you, Lynn. <clears throat> that laugh meant a, meant a lot to me. <laughs> Next time, take the mask off before you unveil your laugh. So, yeah, is it? So it tells you when you're... Leaving Dane County. Re-entering Dane County. See? So it's like you're always in Dane County if you don't move. But she said leaving Dane County. Yeah, but for, that, that alerts you because it's a GPS thing. Re-entering Dane County. Re-entering? Then I'm, yeah. Oh. Leaving Dane County. Yeah. So you could re-enter first and then leave, but you but wouldn't I, want to. It was what I'm saying. It warns you if you're out of the safe zone. Of Dade County. But how, but. uh, What? But you're just sitting there and yet she's saying. No, I'm pressing it. I'm just pressing it to show you how it works. Oh. It's it's the alert is on all the time. It's like if I fall down and I don't get up. Yeah, yeah. Only for Dane County. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? You could wander out of Dane County's airspace and not even know it. So what is this app called? It's called the Dane County app. What would it be called? Mm-hmm. I think they have apps for every, you know any place you want to have an app for to let you know if you're yeah, leaving I or not. Because the way things are now, you know, it's all like a not even a checkerboard. It's more like but, a mosaic around the country. Uh, is those those are the only two things that she ever says on this app? Why would I want to know if I'm leaving Timbuktu, Green Bay? Green. Yeah. <laughs> well, I will you know, a warning. Well, is it, a warning. Entering Green Bay. No, I love Green Bay. Love you guys. I honestly do. Just kidding. But this what? entire app just says those two things. It's either leaving or reentering. Yeah, it's a it's a specialized it. app. Very yes. And you can you can have it for your Apple Watch. 
I mean, that would be a thing to do because I don't always have my phone with me. So I, if I have I my phone somewhere and actually wander out of Dane County, I wouldn't even know it till it was too late. Maybe it'll, it would zap you, like if you had it on your watch. You were leaving the shores of Dane County. Well, you could do it. You, you could have a vibrate thing on it. Yeah. If you, want, if you don't want the verbal. Or it would give you a shock. It vibrates. You know, and, you have to, but you, and then you have to know what that vibration is you're feeling. It could be something internal. It could be. Okay, we're ready to start, I think. Uh, here we go. Oh, oh yes. we're way past starting. I thought we were started. No, already. we're way past a lot of things, but not starting. <laughs> We don't care about you now, <laughs> and your and your feelings about things. No, I gave my insincere. Um, I, yeah, I know. You, so you got, you got to get some sincere ones down. <laughs> you know, let's work on you. Ah, sincere. Carol, isn't that the best song ever? Gene Pitney, "Town Without Pity." 
The movie sucked. I don't know if you saw oh, yeah? the movie. It was like teen youth problems, the movie, stupid movie. Huh. But Dimitri Tiomkin was the director of the movie. He also wrote this music. And Ned Washington, who I don't know, I'd like to meet him if he wrote those lyrics, wrote the lyrics to it. Oh. And that's Town Without Pity. Oh, it's an amazing song, I think. I mean, especially when you're that age. These little minds tear you in two. Right, they do. <laughs> no pity. Yeah, town without pity. God. <laughs> now, if you call that Milwaukee, it's not the same thing. <laughs> what Milwaukee County does to you. See, that's why he was such a genius. No poetry there, no harm. Take out Milwaukee, put it in town without pity. Yeah. Ramblings and Asteroids today on the What oh Do You Know boy. podcast, and we're all excited about that. Oh, we sure are. Known as much as Lyle, of course. And uh, it's really anything can happen day, because... Uh, huh. Yeah. I mean, Lyle is here uh, with, uh, with his uh, asteroids, <laughs> or in spite of them, I guess. That's nah, a condition. What can... You, you want to sing the song? Let's sing that song. You seem to know the lyrics to it. It's a condition? No, what condition my condition was in. Now, Lyle Anderson, first time anywhere? I don't think so. Is there a song called that? No, you can sing that. Probably. And our town of the week is uh, Hereford. Hereford, England. You say Hereford? Yeah. Hereford? Don't know. You know never, never been Hereford, there. Hammerford, and Hampshire. <laughs> Hurricanes hardly happen. Thank you, Dick. Well, so, okay, I'm sorry. I just uh, love that musical uh, because I, I don't usually like musicals. What happened? Most in of them have music in them and people singing and what? What happened in Hereford besides? Uh, I don't know. You have to ask Michael. Is that where the I have no cows idea. came from? I just I, got, I came up for that. I'm going back. I thought he was going to play it. <laughs> All right. Talk to you later, Mister. Thank you so much. Uh, Town of the week, Hereford, Hereford, England. Uh-huh. Uh, well, I'll tell you why it was. All right. Now this uh-huh. it's not our usual thing no. that we don't do anymore anyway. It was, uh, I think you can show this on a pod. Oh, it was this. Yeah. This carving in the church. I don't know. Can you see I that? I think you, usually they show it the other way around. No, upset. Like, no. Yeah, this is the way I would look at it, I guess. Yeah, from that's a, the way you from look at a, it. From a viewer's point of view. Now, People looking up at this it. This was actually carved from that, that movie you were talking about earlier. Which movie? The Warhol movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> from Trash or Stop or Woe or whatever it was called. That's or probably where he got his inspiration. From this. this and the, where is it that's in Hereford? Oh, yes. Hereford Church. So we, we decided just to honor this carver who's uh, hundreds of years old. And he's not with us anymore. Anyone want to like say eight, that about the, the guy who carved ago. this? But it's up there on the church. Yes, and it's and you can't even get a picture of it ordinarily. I had to really find this. It was on the pages of the, of the Hereford Journal because they don't much give a damn there, <laughs> which is why it's a good time of the week. It's you know, yeah, yeah. See, warning graphic image. It put them on the map from the Hereford Times. For years, it was hidden among the rafters, unseen by the congregation. But now. A picture of a very naughty carving in a Hereford church has gone viral. I might as well just do this now rather than, you know, I can't, I don't, undo a te- I don't do teasers generally. 
Should I just do the tease and then go on to the other crap? It's probably better than anything I have, anyhow. You're leaving him. He's certainly got something better than I have. I don't mean to demean <laughs> myself. Oh, I know what you mean. My, yeah, okay, fine. Imagine being called Dick your whole life. I know. I, it's uh, it's probably what drove you to a lot of the Imagine. things that, that happened. Uh, anyway, uh, first appearing on social media site Reddit, the lewd carving of a man holding up his legs and exposing his genitalia became one of, that sounds like a perfume, doesn't it? What's that you're wearing? <laughs> Why, it's ode to, <laughs> ode to genitalia. Oh, I thought it smelled familiar. Didn't, uh, didn't Gwyneth Paltrow already? Does she have genitalia? Well, she's got some other things. No, what is that thing you put in your vagina and hope for the best? <laughs> that jade, it's made out of jade. Made out of jade. Made out of Why jade. Well, no, you, you don't put just anything in your vagina. I'm sure you'd agree to that. Jade. Jade. It's a jade, a polished jade egg that one inserts in one's vagina. Why is that so hard? To, uh, the goop from the goop people. Oh, the goop people. Yeah, which is backwards well, is poog. <laughs> well, we'll just carry that image with us for... Which image are you carrying? The one of the guy in the, in the, this guy? You're carrying that with you? Would you like this, by the way? I, 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 sent, I wrapped I, your, I, I wrapped it. your last check in this copy oh, of yes. this picture. Because yeah. I thought thoughtful. you were uh, an aficionado of, of <laughs> church carvings. We'll get back to him, though, and, and Herford. Oh, that was a, it was a teaser. Yeah, then it was a teaser. Okay. Oh. We can't start with the finish. No. No, you're right about that, Michael. That's what happened to me was I tried to start with the finish, and then we ended uh, too soon. Too soon. Yeah, too soon. Yeah. I think we'd all agree with you that it was too soon. All right, so that, no. I just, well, let me do, the, like, something that has makes some sense. August 28th. You know, and the time of the week, Hereford, it's in the U.K. there. I think it's in Yorkshire, Yorkshire Terrier land. Could be. Where is that? We're, we're never been there. Anyone know the UK a little better than I do? No. Yorker, York, New York, old Yorker, probably an old Yorker shire. In ye old England. In England, yeah. And anyway, so look and look at this. August twenty eighth. What? To the north. Hereford. Hmm. It is. Well, that explains. I don't care everything. where that. Where is Hereford? Stay with the show, Lynn. <laughs> don't put that mask over your eyes. Where am I now? I, I don't know. Here I'm teary eyed. Did you like my new glasses, by the way? I didn't even realize they were brand spanking new. Yeah, they're exactly the same as my old glasses, but say. new. And look at they got you see now you can see blue refractions yeah. reflections in there because it's got blue screen protection. Oh. So I am protected from the screen. From the screen. Here. In case it <laughs> And the shirt helps too. Huh. What? Yeah, tell me because it'll come, come up. Sixty miles east of the border of Wales on the River Wye. East. Gloucester. Gloucester, but so what? Uh, one of them shires. What's the shire? Oh, they're in their own shire. Oh. 
All right, Everyone. thank you. No more about that, please. Everyone should have one. And no mention of hollyhocks. <laughs> All right? No more of the, no more of that. Yeah, stop, and stop Googling. <laughs> I, if you're going to Google during my performance, then I'm throw, I, I may, I'm half my audience is going to leave. <laughs> uh, yeah. You can't see you, actually. You can see Lolly. We got it. No, you have to turn it. Just so you know that I'm talking to someone there. That is Give me a coughing Carol. Fit. Lynn is in back there. He's wearing a, it's an e- illegal use of mask. Eh, 15 yards. Loss of down. <laughs> On August 28, 1736, a man crossing the bridge over the Savick near Preston, Lancashire, saw two large flights of birds collide with such force that over 180 of the creatures fell to the earth, either unconscious or dead. The man gathered them all and sold them at the Preston market on the same day. That has never happened before or since. That's Comment? It's bizarre. Okay. Happy with that? Bizarre? Yeah. All right, Carol, comment? And unbelievable. What? Were they tasty? No, don't try to make a were bomb like, mod out of it. Were they like quail? And Lynn. Sounds like a rural legend. <laughs> Sounds like a rural legend. Thank you for bringing us down to earth. <laughs> Lynn, did I call you Lyle? No, you called him Lynn. Okay, did I call you Lynn then? No. All right. Well, well Dick must have done it. <laughs> Leo Tolstoy was born today. Oh, it's his birthday. Yes, yeah, August twenty eighth, eighteen twenty eight. What do you get, a guy who's been dead all those years? Wow. Yeah. And Roger Tory Peterson, an ornithologist. Oh, the ornithologist oh, yeah, in this Tory collision. Peterson, yes. You know yeah. him? Oh, he's he's famous. Yeah, he. Birds. Tory Peterson. Yeah, he's the bird man. Author of those various bird guides and stuff. I didn't know there were various bird guides. Oh yes, North American birds and. Oh, all those bird guides you see. Bird guides. Yeah. Is it the nicely illustrated ones? Probably. Yeah. And you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? Just swearing, just in general. Nothing about the truth. Let me ask truth. you about that, asking someone to do that. Does it even make sense? Well, I mean, really. what is the whole truth? If you knew the whole truth, would you be sitting in the fucking Probably not. chair there? No. And trying to answer questions from a shyster? You'd be sweating. And- yeah. And, you know, that's a, a shyster lawyer saying, <laughs> are you going to tell the whole truth? Nothing about the- right. Why don't you try it? Yeah. Maybe cut your you feet like out of something or reasonable. Indeed. Or you'll be in this chair. Yes. Yeah, you know, Michael, uh, Roy Cohn was my lawyer, and he can't beat this. <laughs> okay, I know. I know. <laughs> Damn. I hate being infested by a former president. Infested. Uh, Death St. Augustine, 430. Died he was a good state? one, St. Augustine. I mean, not every mm-hmm. cent catches my fancy, but St. Augustine. What I it? guess from the Dylan song. Oh, what's what's Saint that Augustine? Uh, Saint Augustine, and he came here and holding his head in his hand. No, how did it go? Uh, uh, you know, if I'm I'm blocking it. Okay, but I love the song, so I really? think I'd like the saint. I had no idea he was. So and good. Axel Oxensterna, Swedish statement. You must know Axel A X E L, Oxen. S T J E R N A. Oxen Stern. Yeah. Oxen Um, like a general or a or a Swedish statesman, sixteen fifty four. Yeah. Hmm. 
You you might be related. No, I there's a possibly. March. There in the uh, wars of Spanish succession, there is a march <sighs> of <sighs> Oxenstern. Sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't know he was Swedish. I thought he was mm. Dutch. So what did he do? He was a statesman. That's that was it. Says he died in the state, and he died. Oh, he died in the state. Yeah, well, yeah. then he's not with but, us anymore. But uh, there's some uh, happy here. The elopement oh. of uh, Percy Shelley. Bish, yeah. Bishy. Bish. Bishy. Bish. Bish. I think it's Bish. Bish. Is that just Bish? Bish. I don't think you put an e. Derived with Femish. Percy Femish Shelley with Harriet Westbrook, 1811, and they ran away together. So my best to the young couple. I think. Didn't they run? Where did they run away to? This is just to to note that it happened in 1811. We don't. It's none of our business where they eloped, and even if it worked out or not, maybe that's you gotta like Shelley. Uh, Which is the one that uh, drowned? Was that Byron? Drowned Uh, in the Sea of Greece. There was Shelley and Byron. Come with me. My love to the sea. Yeah, it was probably that. That's not it. No. I don't know. It's probably one of the, uh, uh, you know, the poets, the uh, lake poets. Because, you know, you do poetry on water, you're bound to fall in. Like Wordsworth. Today in 1879, the first message conveyed between the newly laid cable between Natal and Mozambique stated that King Cetawayo had been captured by an Ngomi forest by Major Martner of the First Dragon Guards. You know, Yikes. That's a mouthful. There's a way, you know. You lay a cable and then all this comes over it. So they should have never laid the cable. No idea even where that was. Uh, the goldenrod is today's flower. Love what, and what peace. What state's flower? Huh? No, it's just they picked a flower, goldenrod. I don't care for them, don't they? I'm, I think I'm allergic to them. Are those the ones you get allergic to? Well, people say that. What else do people say? A lot of things. Uh, is it about me? They talk about me. <laughs> they mention my name. Michael. <laughs> in public or in private. Uh, on August 28th, 1891, Alfred Love was elected president of the Universal Peace Union in the U.S. And they've done well, a lot of good work since then. Yes. Now that it's peace been has become been universal. Yeah. Yes. Solved everything. Yes. All, the, all that we're enjoying today from Universal Peace <laughs> started. Back in 1898. 1891. Oh, 91. Oh, yeah, well, April then. 28th. I can see I could confuse Oh, that. I see. Okay. Well, then I'm thinking of something entirely uh, different. Oh, here's the other one, Norwich. Oh, oh, back to England. This is the last one, I guess. Oh, no, we got the Tom Thumb performed, too, here for the last (laughs) time. On this day in 18... What a day this turned out to be, August 28th. Who would have thunk it? Who? Did you know all this stuff, Lynn? I didn't know any of it. You didn't? (laughs) How do you feel now that you're learning some of it? Enlightened. Enlightened. Excellent (laughs) answer. The Blubber House Bag. Excuse me? That's the title. Is it, we're not name-calling here. <laughs> on this day in 1872, the Norwich Mercury published a report that Lord Walsingham had his uh, shooting moors. Oh, yeah, he had shooting moors in Blubber House, Yorkshire. <laughs> Yorkshire must be a wonderful place with names like this. Blubber House. What? I like Yorkshire. I've been to Yorkshire. Okay. 
Have you been to Blubber House? <laughs> okay, I'll skip it. Uh, Blubber House Yorkshire had killed, oh, killed with his own gun, the astounding number of 842 head of grouse. What? <laughs> Do I have to say it again? I will. On this day, in 1872, the Norwich Mercury published a report that Lord Walsingham had a shooting moors at Blubber House. I say Blubber House, Yorkshire, had killed with his own gun the astounding number of 842 head of grouse. Why would they say with his own gun? Whose gun is he going to take to shoot 842? And who in the world would have countered all those? So, well, that's you have guys who do that. How many is that? <laughs> uh, Staffordshire. Some English name. Person works for me. Staffordshire. 565. Pound sterling. How many is that? <laughs> Why do they call you that? All right, let's see. Uh, oh, and finally, Tom Thumb, since I mentioned it, can't not oh. do it. On August 28th, 1830, the Tom Thumb, a locomotive designed by Peter Cooper. Oh, what's this? Oh, a locomotive, train. yeah. Forget that. I don't care about that. Who cares? So much for the trains. Yeah. All right, and uh, you're going out to eat a lot now, Lyle. You're back in, you know, it's so because so much of what the show was about were, it was your restaurant adventures. Yeah, before we all close down again. Yeah, because mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we don't really care what you're eating at your house. I mean, I tried to ask, and you weren't. No. Food? Not was forthcoming, no. Food? What did you buy at the store? Groceries? Nothing. <laughs> I mean, I know you're a Norwegian or Scandinavian or whatever you are. A canned ham. That's what you are? <laughs> and well, that's quite an admission to make. Let me see if I can help you with that. Identity and purchase. You are not a canned ham. It's, it's ridiculous to think of yourself that what way. I don't chopped know. liver? <laughs> <laughs> and why chopped liver? I love chopped liver. Don't you love chopped liver? I mean, well, like a nice Jewish chopped liver. No, I don't mean that. Oh, I mean a liver that from a delicate... Oh, I know a certain eight, 19-year-old waitress who... Uh, you do? About, really? Can I meet her? Who, who no. said about liver, what? yuck. Yeah, but now she's 30, so <laughs> yeah, she I is. can make that joke. So you think she likes what chopped liver now? No, Jewish chopped... The Jewish dish yes. of chopped, oh, chopped liver? liver. I think it's a chicken liver, isn't it? Pretty much. I don't know. Pretty sure. I don't think it's a ham liver. And, and, uh, I don't know. No. It's delicious, though. <laughs> Onions in there and uh, uh, British Maritime Agency detains Noah's Ark. Huh? A floating museum with biblical theme. When God flooded the earth as punishment for man's sins, this story goes, a devout follower named Noah built an ark. Hmm. Interesting story. I never heard that. <laughs> A modern version of this arc is facing a different challenge, British bureaucracy. Uh A Dutch television and theater producer named Odd Peters. How do you say that with two A's? Just just slightly longer. Odd. 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 Yeah. Odd Peters is facing a British government demand that he prove that Mm. his 21,528 square foot arc is fit to travel at sea. Oh. Uh, picture this in a newspaper picture of it. You can see it's... It looks more like a building, like a warehouse or something. Well, what's that's an ark. What do you think? It's a floating warehouse. Yes. Usually <laughs> filled with animals and biblical stories. Mammoths. Yeah. Wow, it's quite a, a nice piece of work. Uh, let's see if I find out more about him. So what's the problem? 
uh, fit to travel at sea. They're saying that it's not fit, so he can't sail it. Okay. I mean, what if Noah built the ark and said, I'm sorry, but this is this is inspection. not up to code. <laughs> yeah, code. Yeah. And how are you going to get two of every animal on Earth? I mean, it's big. And you know, much, was, much uh, so, no, we, we can't let you go out there. And then all the feeling, feeling stars yeah. started falling, rain from the stars and filling and falling. And, and, and you know, God-like things and were happening. Yeah. And then and all the people were being – and then Noah said, okay, no one to stop me now. And God – two of what was there. You know, just think of all the amazing animals that he couldn't fit in that thing. Unicorns, good point. Trilobites? Trilobites, no. no we still have <laughs> trilobites, you know. All because of Noah. Yeah. almost all, When I was a kid, almost all of my fossils, disappointingly, were oh. trilobites. I don't know if it's Lake Michigan. Oh. There you know, probably was an inland sea at that time. That's our Lynn, you know any more about that? That's our national state shh, fossil. You know any more, any more about that? <coughs> about uh, Pleistocene, Wisconsin? It's moved around a little bit. Wisconsin was south of the equator, where Illinois is now, <laughs> or where, or down not like Columbia around Columbia. Is that why we have a Columbus? The fact that we were actually in Columbia one time. All right. Uh, was it just floating there by itself, Wisconsin, or was it part of a Gatwana land, as they call it? Well, uh, what, uh, let's, what period are we talking about? All right. What's your favorite period or the one you know the most about? Let's talk about that one. The Ark of Floating Museum of Bible-themed exhibits. Ugh. <laughs> Don't let him sail. Well, there's a winner. Oh God! Yeah, where we can stay you there. People will find. People who want to find it will find it. Where, where? Why would you want this to be? You know? Where can you buy a ticket? Huh? Where can you buy a ticket for that? Are you kidding? <laughs> the Ark of Floating. It was built on a steel barge. It needs to be towed wherever it goes. It's not even powered. <laughs> it has to be towed wherever it goes. Yeah. So then God would have to make a, a tow, tow, tow boat. A tow boat. <laughs> Which I don't, because I don't think the technology, I mean, God can make anything. Apparently. Yeah, he made you. He can make a tow example. boat. What? He can make a tow boat. Yeah, you'd have to. Why not? Wait, we got to wait for someone to build God's tow boat. <laughs> <laughs> then he'll get somewhere. Otherwise, leave it docked. Where is he docked? Oh, those- What's wrong with that? Ipswich. Nice place to be. They need a boost, I bet. I suppose you couldn't... Well, they used to make an Ipswich. Anyone know? Ipswiches? Probably. Probably, yeah. (laughs) Uh, According to the uh, website, it's been towed to Denmark, Germany, and Norway before arriving in Ipswich in eastern England in October. So where did it start then? So it's Uh, been around. Yeah. Dutch. It started in Holland, okay. Oh. Netherlands, we call it, don't we? Or no. you can call it that, sure. Is it all right to say Holland? Is that offensive? Yeah, it's okay. You've no. been there. Yeah, I'm sure. They're a tolerant people. 
Holland is is you know, a sauce. North, I know North so. Holland and South Holland; those are provinces. But where is Hollandaise on the uh, menu? On the eggs. <laughs> you know, I'll cut. I'll cut out my response, which wasn't any good. I'll put yours right in there. And then we got a, just a Hollandaise. moment. We have a Lyle moment. We have a moment. Yeah. Uh, it welcomed visitors aboard until March 2020 when the coronavirus pandemic hit. Oh, another oh. victim of the pandemic yeah. is Noah's Ark. So it got stalled. You could say that. Hmm. Mr. Peters declined to comment. Hmm. <laughs> In a statement, the museum said Britain's Maritime and Coast Guard Agency impounded the Ark. Oh. How do you impound an Ark? That's a wow. job. Yeah, I want you to impound this thing. What am I supposed to do? Put it in evidence. Just throw it in evidence. Uh, November 2019, even as it remained open to the public. Well, that's interesting. Hmm. Because it lacked two certifications, a load line certificate and an anti-fouling certificate. Well, all those well, animals all those on there, it's going to, yeah. All those fowls. Oh, I see fowl. Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. I'm, I'll, I'll let you handle that from now on. Those things. <laughs> those 842 gross. You can do the rest of the comments on all this, all right? <laughs> Yours are better than mine. Uh, the first verifies a vessel's seaworthiness, and the second affirms that it does not have a, quote, a coating paint surface treatment surface or device that can leach into water and kill barnacles and other sea life. So if they don't want to kill the barnacles, then why are they always scraping them off their damn boats? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I guess maybe they're part of the food chain. They don't ever eat a barnacle. Hard to know. When, what do you know about barnacles? I don't think they're edible. They're not edible, but are mm-hmm. are they nonetheless an important part of the uh, sea uh, aquatic? Biosphere. What? Biosphere. Biosphere. Okay, excuse me. I need your microphone again. Biosphere. Yeah. yeah. Combination of biology and a, and a round object, a circular object. Interesting. Okay. Uh, okay, here. I know you're going to have a few more comments on this. We're not quite through this yet. Uh-oh. Uh oh. <laughs> what? Did you Google? It? Oh, are you sure? All right, all right. Hold on, just a second. Yeah, go ahead. A little louder, please. A little louder. Is that the that the reason we have barnacles to slow down ships? Uh, well, okay, I can see that. I wouldn't want a barnacle on my ship. No. It ruins the finish. <laughs> what? And then, uh, but I mean, the part of the food chain or something, part of the circle of the circle of life, we used to call it. Michael, let's get out of here. Almost everything is part of the circle of life. Yeah, tell it to Nixon. Oh, yeah, he's promoting that for some reason. part of the circle of life, I guess. Yeah. Not no more. Okay. Um... The museum said that because the Ark is a non-certified floating object, <laughs> there's something to shoot for. So what are you exactly? Well, I'm a non-certified floating object. Interesting. Does that pay? But are you are you now engineering oh. this show? <laughs> oh yeah. She's the stage manager. Yeah. Okay. Is it is it where you like know. it? That seems like boy. Cool. Now you're very loud. Oh, no, I, you know, I turned it up so we could oh, hear oh. Lynn. Okay. Yeah, you turned it up yeah. way up. 
You were, were kind of used to, but a little hard to get Lynn's way back in there. <laughs> and he's not loud. At least he's certified. Uh, no, uh, oh, yeah. Non-certified floating objects have no requirement for the vessel to comply with international regulation. Yeah, so well, to screw you is basically what he said. No wonder he has yeah. no comment now. Yeah. He told them all to screw off. Now, if he's right, though, it makes all the difference in the world. The British Maritime uh, authorities disagree, and the resulting stalemate, as reported by the Ipswich Star, is costing Mr. Peters and his museum real money. Hmm. The port of Ipswich, which has asked that the Ark be moved to free up space at the waterfront. <laughs> I mean, this, well, it's big. This is the port. Behind the, behind the Ark is the port of Ipswich. Probably uh, takes up the entire port. Yeah, pretty much, I think. I don't think it's a large port. Hmm. You don't hear about Ipswich uh, being a... Not anymore. You know, the, all the comings and goings. Yeah, not much Whatever coming call that, the maritime that thing. Lingo. The Port of Ipswich, which says, asked that the RP move to the free up uh, waterfront, Space. has fined the museum more than 12,000 pounds or $17,000 as of January. Wow, and it has January. assessed a daily fine of 500 pounds or about 700. I didn't say this is a recent article. I save oh. these sometimes. It was, <laughs> I was washing my pants and I pulled the stuff out of the pocket. <laughs> but it's still pertinent. And I don't know why you'd fixate on the date of this. I mean, I I, sh- I would have probably well, not anyway checked to see if they finally moved the damn thing. Yeah. Did they? Let me, you know. I'm, am I getting ahead of the story? I make the coffee. <laughs> I buy the donuts. I serve you hand and foot. You wash the coffee. And this is how I'm repaid. <laughs> oh, boy, my leg bothers me there. Okay. The port of Ipswich was asked, oh, I read that, uh, seven, that's a lot of money, though. So it's probably over $20,000 now. I know, yeah. Easily, yeah. The Star reported, uh, as indicated that they will substantially increase the daily fines if the ark doesn't leave. God, Uh-oh. what if this, is, this was the Bible story? God needs to intervene yeah. there. Okay. So, you know, this is like Noah, and then it didn't rain. Yeah. They say, get this piece of shit out of here. <laughs> You know, what are we going to do? Uh, yeah, God, it's going to raise the days. How many days? Is that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've heard it all before. <laughs> Noah, as in no account. <laughs> you know, then it's a whole different Bible, no and we have and we have no Bible story there out of this, except no. uh, don't mess with uh, odd Peters. You know, and that's a hell of a lesson. That's not a lesson at all. No. Maybe it is. Maybe it's a better lesson. Uh, the museum insists it is ready to go, saying that arrangements have been made to have the Ark towed back to the Netherlands oh. once those plans are approved by the British authorities. Oh, oh, see, this is very complicated. According to the museum, Mr. Peters was not required to register the Ark in the Netherlands because it is not a boat. <laughs> it's an Ark. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a fine legal point. <laughs> Is an ark a boat? We can take a vote here on the people we have here. How many of you say the an ark out of our audience of three? I'll vote two, just to make it a little more impressive. How many of us think that an ark, listen carefully, an ark is not a boat? Nobody. The ark is a boat. Oh, okay. Overwhelming. Wow. 
We think it is Landslide. a boat from this, or from our point of view. Uh, uh, we are aware of the situation and are in discussions with the uh, relevant agencies in the UK and the Netherlands. The Department for Transport said in a statement, safety remains a top priority. <laughs> oh, that's right off the garbage cans. No you one know. ever thought of that. Milwaukee, you know, well, they have, uh, what do they have on the garbage trucks in Milwaukee? I can't remember. You remember? No. Something that has nothing to do with garbage. What do you mean? Uh, it was like that. Kind of like kindness kills or something on the garbage trucks. Oh. And you see these guys all pulled up to a tavern and there's a Milwaukee suffers or something. I don't know what was on their trucks. Isn't that weird? Things that you forget. And the things you remember are even worse. Yes. Uh, the Maritime and Coast Guard Agency did not respond to requests for comment. The Telegraph reported that the British agencies were working with the Human Environment and Transport Inspectorate. Oh, boy, you don't want to work with them. Scary. Inspectorate. Oh, that's cool. And the Ministry of Infrastructure. (laughs) Oh, no, not infrastructure. It's Wonderland. Uh, In the Netherlands to find a solution, Mr. Peters bought the ark. Oh, he bought it. He didn't even make it. Oh, well, this is not a story that I I even care about. Uh, Mr. Peters bought the Ark in 2010 for $3 million as one of two Arks that a Dutch carpenter, Johan uh, H-U-I-B-E-R-S. Hubbards. Yes, him. Built over seven years based on biblical description. (laughs) Did it describe him or the Ark? Mr. Peters uh, told Vice that he used to carry live animals on board, but they caused too many problems. <laughs> oh, supposing I Noah had not. said that. Listen, I, <laughs> this is a great idea, but these, these animals are going overboard. They caused too many problems. And the shit problem, God did not oh, address. Holy. Yeah. I don't care. So you believe all this stuff, fine, fine. And let's even try and do it and save some, you know, two elephants, two giraffes. So, you know, you got two... Two gorillas? Do you get the same kind of gorilla? You got, you're supposed to get, like, mating pairs, I guess. But how do uh, you know? Well, there's I suppose things. silverback is pretty easy to spot. But there's but there's other passages that said he took what's seven the, of them. What's the female call? Yeah, no, that's bullshit. <laughs> it's in the Bible. It is not. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Misprint. No. No, it's a misprint. Mis- you know, the guys who... You know how many times it's been rewritten? The seven... Bible. Why would you have seven? That's a misprint. That's a two. It's not a seven. Well, do I have to tell you all this? You can look. <clears> you're up. a scholar. You, you know half of it is wrong just by misprint. I'll uh, I'll bring you chapter and verse. You can bring it. I'm telling you, it's wrong. I don't care who it is. You think well, whose version was it with King who? Whose version are you going to believe? King, you're, what's you're his name? Lionized. Where is he now? Yeah, his version of the Bible. <laughs> who? This is God's work. No one else's. Huh? Do you deny that? What is transcribed by man is not worth the paper. Shot through with errors. Shot through. As is man. Like shot through like a grouse. That should be in the Bible. It should be. Well, I'm old testicles, so I don't care about this (laughs) at all, really. Well, it is old testicles, so I'm I'm allowed to speak and you're not. The uh, Mr. Peters told Vice that he used to carry live animals on board because too many problems. Yeah. Now the museum uses wooden figurines to illustrate animals. <laughs> well, <clears throat> all right. Well, this lost interest in me. This, uh, you know, started off really fascinating. 
And then it went to England. Well, here's a story, though, that we need to cover. And, oh, yeah? Uh, I believe, uh, you know, it would be best Is if I could. Is there an app for it? Huh? Is there an app for it? No, but it's a story about 69 and the fact that uh, Apple will not allow 69 to appear on, uh, to appear on its weather reports. So if, if, it's, if it's 68 and it goes up a degree, it's 70 on any Apple device. And this is true. Okay. But don't believe me. Listen to this reporter uh-huh. who is, I think, a computer talking. Oh. Where did I put it? Yeah. Don't oh, know. yes. Let's see if I can do this here. Get this going because I think you're going to find this interesting. That's oh, 69. Boy. And I think it goes back to, uh, uh, you know, the, the first Apple guy. Adam. Jobs? Jobs, yeah. Apple's weather app refuses to show the nicest temperature. If you're an iPhone user, the weather is always a particularly nice 70 degrees. Or 68 degrees. Any temperature but 69 degrees, actually, because it turns out that the built-in weather app on some versions of iOS including the current version, iOS 14.6 will refuse to display the Internet's favorite number even if the actual temperature in a given location is, in fact, 69 degrees. <laughs> it's computer, it's yeah. not clear if this is a bug or an intentional attempt from Apple to cut down on 69-related humor. <laughs> the rounding is only visible in the weather app itself. <laughs> Clicking through to Apple's source data from weather.com mm-hmm. will show the proper temperature, as does Apple's home screen widgets. <laughs> oh, no nice. widgets, it's all right. That said, the iOS weather app will refuse to show 69 degrees anywhere in the forecast, whether for the current temperature, (laughs) the hourly forecast for the day, or the extended forecast. The rounding is specific to the numeral 69 too. The Verge has confirmed that other numbers with a 9 in the ones place, like 59 degrees or 79 degrees, display accurately. (laughs) It's not clear when Apple introduced the rounding here. A phone running iOS 1 1.2.1 shows accurate data of 69 degrees, as did phones running iOS 15. Mm-hmm. So it's possible that the issue is specific to Apple's most recent update or has been identified and fixed already. Other weather sources, including Dark Sky, which is owned by Apple, have no issue displaying 69 degrees either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you're, you're done. Is he done. Usually we drop our voice at the end of it. <laughs> Yeah, so apparently that's all true. Huh. It's a first for the What Do You Know podcast. Yes. All right. And I tried to find that 69 song that was so big. You know, there was we one. like 69, we do it all the time. I remember that. Kish and rhyme, we like <laughs> yes. 69. Remember that song? No. There was a song. You remember that, don't you? Yeah, we like 69. <laughs> Who did that song? Carol. Do you want me to Google it? No, please don't. I tried Googling it. It's very confusing. And you always get 69. So there's a band called 69, like a metal band or something. And but, then you get Apple. And then you get an Apple won't, co- won't cover it yeah, at all. Yeah, they'll censor it. They don't seem to care. No. Well, 69 was a good year for me. Bad for the world. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I think that's enough of that kind of stuff. We probably should go back to Hereford before we lose, lose it entirely. Oh, How are we right. running time It was a teaser. Oh, the show is about over. Well, yeah. Well, I think we have to cut your part, I think. Oh. <laughs> asteroids. You don't really know anything about asteroids. I don't do really you? know anything about them anyway. Okay. No, we'll leave you in. I'll just. 
I don't, I don't have, you know, uh, I don't today have all the news that isn't because nope. even all the news that isn't is almost unbearable and too much for So we don't have for me. Okay. The, and I'm, I'm sure this will change eventually. Do we have all the Another news 10, that, 15 years. Do we have all the news that, that No, what, what I have here today is ramblings of a disordered mind. Oh, boy. Redux. Now, the, my, this was my uh, notebook that I kept for three years in high mm-hmm. school study halls. Hmm. And because I had no, I mean, I didn't do homework in there. No one did. I, I drew cartoons and I did uh, ramblings of a disordered mind. And every semester, the name of, the, of it would change, you know, it'd be a different notebook because I had a lot of stuff in there. And they're mostly just things on my mind. They're not non sequiturs. And, and so I thought I'd, this is a current one now. And usually oh. I put these things on Twitter now and then no one actually responds to them because <laughs> I think they're really their insights or homilies at least. But no one else does. So I'll just do that and see what happens here. Feel bad for the guys who are doing pretty good with the Tennessee Smokies, having their careers ruined by getting called up by the Cubs. And that's if you're a Cubs fan, that's exactly what's going on. They have these guys you never heard of before who oh. get to pitch and get clobbered. Yeah. They had one guy in his last game, a pitcher I didn't know his name. He was having a hard time, but they were ahead 5-2. to two. Okay. In, of course, it was already in the fourth inning, and uh, he had thrown seventy pitches. So t- 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 and, and and he had men on first and second, uh, but he managed to strike two guys out. So yeah. they took him out at that point because it looked like he was going to get out of the inning. And they brought in this reliever who I probably was from Tennessee. I don't know where he's from. No one knows where these guys are from. They don't. They're just there for a day or two, and then they're gone again. <laughs> and uh, they, and of course, the Cubs had the best relievers in baseball they sold them all oh they had like, like a three for three for one deal they, a, a, they got rid of the best guys best guys in baseball with guys with no era at all and you know a fire sale so this guy is and i don't know if he's down there and what he probably was pretty bad back and for the pelicans and wherever the pelicans play florida another cubs team was it florida pelicans i don't know i suppose or louisiana Oh, anyhow, and so uh, what does he do? He uh, hits the first guy, bounces off his toe, and the uh, base is loaded. Next guy comes up, hits a home run, grand slam. They're losing 6-5. Our Chicago Cubs. I'm a Cubs fan because of my experience down there. Yes. But I'm getting over it. It's hard. Anyhow, may Cubs owner Ricketts lose a year of life for every loss after the trade deadline. (laughs) Thank you, dear Lori. Meanwhile, Aaron Rodgers looks pretty good in preseason. Hasn't thrown a pass. He just looks pretty good. <laughs> Turns out, thank you. Turns out Generation Z feels about email like its predecessors did about snail mail. They won't yeah. have it. Ah. They won't email hmm. the Zs. No? As in Z. Oh. Yeah. Z-mail. No, they don't use email at all. No? No. Did you hear what I just said? Sometimes I think you don't listen to me. I just wasn't listening. Okay. Well, how do they communicate? 18-year-old college student Hannah Payne put it best, telling the New York Times, I can simultaneously create a document, edit it, post a photo on Instagram, and talk on the phone, all from the user-friendly interface of my iPhone. Generation Z takes in information instantaneously and loses interest just as fast. (laughs) holy cow this is just what the situation calls for from the new york times oh yeah no but apparently it's true because i've talked with other people who oh no i haven't they've certified i'm lying i'm lying through my teeth i haven't talked about this 
uh, at that point in the marriage where, where uh, I'll always be there for you has sinister implications. Mm. <clears throat> efficient? Oh, I thought you said efficient. <laughs> I thought that's quotable. Get it? No, I... Efficient? I, I, this is two guys talking, whatever. Or yeah. a guy talking, his wife is just... A, or somebody is bossing. Efficient? Oh, I thought you said efficient. Ah. Efficient. Lynn? Okay, he's a fisherman. Said to the wife, I saw a guy walking without things in his ears. What is that? She said, what? <laughs> Which reminds me of my last words. I've told you this one now, but uh, when I was a kid, I used to watch a lot of westerns with my dad, on Gunsmoke or just about any of them. When there was a gunfight, the guy in the black hat would go down and die right in the middle of his last words. And honestly, as a kid, oh, I, this I said, I got to have last words, have them ready yeah. my whole life. Rehearsed. And when the time comes, I got them. It's ready. It's not a problem. And, you know, and I, so I did. I, I, I don't have them right now. I got to really work on that because now it's, we're getting near. Mm -hmm. But uh, I really did. And so I kept it. And then they changed from year to year when, oh. uh, you know, it's not like they were too profound anyhow. But anyway, so I resolved to keep my last words no more than 10 which changed from year to year, memorized, and at the first sign of my demise, deliver them all emphatically and quickly. Oh, boy. Scenario. This is my scenario. I'm crossing State Street and have a fatal event. A young man rushes up to me, cradles my head as I deliver my long-held last words and die. He lifts out one of his earbuds and says, What? <laughs> and, I, you know, I know this is going to happen. So let me know. Come to my remains and tell me. All right. Reluctant vacciners are using animal meds to combat COVID-19. Or, honey, have you been at Bessie's dewormer again? <laughs> yeah. Horse builds. I don't understand. I especially don't understand people out, uh, farm people, country people, good people. You'd, you'd think they'd know better. Yeah. Don't give a horse pill to a. I mean, there might might have been baby. some uncle somewhere who, who drank the dewormer for its alcohol content. Yikes! But I'm sure yeah. even that he filtered it through. You'd think a loaf of bread or something, <laughs> or whatever you do. Nah, just drink it straight. <clears throat> Data is safer in your sock drawer than in your cloud. What? Uh, oh, that the Microsoft cloud is not in the sky, but in Quincy, Washington, is not reassuring. Hmm. Where it is stored on hard drives, which is what we were doing. In the first place. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, world's first detector designed by dark matter researchers r records rare events. Well, one would think they would. It must be pretty rare events, or why build it, right? Okay. They found all of two gravitational waves, but heck, there's been a lot of gravity. Must be a lot more than two waves. So just, this is just two? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, the Havana syndrome is still a lot better than the Guantanamo syndrome. Mm hmm. Companies want personnel out of the home and back in the office. I'll be back in the office the moment they unfire me. <laughs> Big breakthrough in fusion. Researchers at the Lawrence Livermore National Laboratory in Berkeley have generated 10 quadrillion watts of fusion power Yikes. for 100 trillionths of a second. Yeah, in, it's less time than that I decided not to invest in fusion ignition. Yes. You know. Uh, unrelated, seems to me they're only solar farms if they're grown by solar farmers. 
Doesn't that annoy you, being from a farm? No. Solar farms, come on, they're not, you know. I mean, a farm is a How thing. many solars? Huh? How many solars? Huh? How much you get for that solar? Huh? Oh, I see. Oh, yeah, I see. You're talking like a farm guy. Solar farms. At the, at the co-op. Yeah. Yeah. Down at the co-op. Yeah. What are, what are they getting for solars? Yeah. Is something like that? Yeah. Yeah. What are you feeding your a, solar? How much a head? How much a head? <laughs> What'd you pay for that? Oh, you can never ask another farmer how much you paid for a cow or something, right? I think you can do that. No. Yeah. No. That's not like how. So how much do you make a year? That's not. Well, no, because when we were out west, and I would ha- I would have a, like a rancher on or something. Yeah. I would say, well, how many head you got? He said, well, you never ask how many head there are because they multiply that by a number and they got gotcha. you. Oh, I see. Well, they. I think it's because they don't know. And what about the sperm? Yikes. What do they say? What does that go for? (laughs) Holy cow. What does that go for? That's stem. What do they they call them? Straw. Straw of sperm. One straw of sperm. What? It is. It's frozen in straws. Huh? City boy? Not no more. John Adams said the U.S. was not founded on the Christian religion, but John Quincy Adams went nowhere without his rosary. Okay, these are just my, you know, ramblings of a disordered mind. No, these are not. Just things on my mind. Oh. You know, as opposed to actual things that necessarily happened. Hmm. Started buying my own fish after my wife came home with catfish chunks and sashimi-grade salmon from Pick and Save. (laughs) $4.73 for sashimi-grade salmon. Right out of the Kroger's dumpster. (laughs) We dumpster dive for you. Pick and save. <laughs> Is it 5782 already? Boy, time flies. If you witness the process, you'll be less likely to buy processed foods. Okay, that's just uh, hmm. not even a witticism. Uh, which reminds me, there's pink slime in McDonald's burgers, and they've served 300 billion servings Ew. of pink slime. <laughs> Put that on the sign. They should make them do that. Federal Trade or whoever. That'll sell them. Yeah. Uh, there's, a th- there's a thing now. There's a thing called couples dating. What? Where you actually date a couple. You know? No, I don't this know. Is a, this, this is a thing, but it's a bad thing. I mean, it's, a ridic- <laughs> I mean, it's not bad. Where is this? It's platonic, but it's bad. It's, I, I read it in the paper. Oh. It was well, in, it uh, I was in the New York Times. It so. must be true then. Yeah. It'd be like going to di- dinner with a referee. You know, she, she, the guy, who, whoever it is, is going is to take her side, and then he discuss. You know, I mean, you know, right? And if it's a woman or a man, they both will take the woman's side. You know, and the guy. So this is a terrible idea. I, I just don't get it. Like who, who dreams? Well, this for whoever. Just dream this up doesn't get it either, obviously. No, so they no. went out and they said, well, we'll share someone's agony or something. Couples I don't know what you thinking. Yeah. You date a couple. <laughs> it would take just the right couple and the right uh, other individual, I, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not kinky. You Not kinky enough for you? No. You, it's, this is all uh, Well, it's supposed to be at 3 o'clock. Board, it's, uh, it's supposed you know. to get kinkier at 3 o'clock or so. <laughs> Uh, yeah. 
Hell, I just folded my unfoldable and uh, can't multitask, but can multi-fumble. Oh, and oh, and this. Okay, oh, but wait, wait a There's second. More. Yes. See, the problem is I got to do this. It's like playing yeah. the cross-handed on the organ. Oh, no pianos, probably more. Well, Maybe we did. That. We discovered last week it happens on organs too, when you're doing Bach. Not often. Weren't you listening to that? It, no, but they said some of his pieces were so complicated. You can't you had, even play them. That's because you can't cross your hands when you play. My lying hands. The organ. <clears throat> Have you ever crossed your hands playing the organ? No. And what organ are we talking about? <laughs> the Strasburg? The you know, Strasburg. The Strasburg organ? California police chase reported Antifa bus. So, with apologies oh. to the who... Every day I get in the queue, too much Antifa bus. To get on the bus takes me back to you, too much Antifa bus. I'm so nervous I just sit and smile, too much Antifa bus. Your house is only another mile, too much Antifa bus.
The Who, from their famous, fabulous album, Innuendo and Out the Other, <laughs> and Magic Bus. Now, is it a drug innuendo or a sexual? Or both. Both? You mean there can be drugs <laughs> involved in one or in the sex? other? Who knew? And which, is, which comes first? The chicken or the egg? I don't know. You can do that with chicken and eggs, too? Yeah, well... My God, the Who. I don't know where they. I I liked uh, what's his name, the guitar guitar player Townsend, Pete Townsend, great. Oh, but I, the guy who, well, you know, these guys perform without their shirts on. He was one of those. Maybe they lost. And their he was shirts. a singer, and I, I, he was good. But I just, why don't you get a shirt? Made you uncomfortable. Get a shirt. It, you, you can shout that. Yeah, no, I, you get know. Get a shirt. Whereas Iggy Pop, okay. No problem with Iggy Pop being shirtless. He should be. Because they couldn't find one to fit him in. No, when they threw him in the jail, he yeah. probably could, he wasn't wearing a shirt. And then he <laughs> got out again and he just, and just started not wearing it. Yeah. Wear something around his head. You know, you'd stop the <laughs> blow, blood flow that occasionally would crop up for Iggy Pop. Iggy Pop is great. He is great. I hope he's still around. I think he is. Well, you know, we hear so much about asteroids these days. We do? It seems like every day someone is saying there's an asteroid that very nearly, only six gajillion miles from the Earth, nearly struck us. Not even close, no cigar. However, one of these days, and it won't be soon, what that song is that? <laughs> uh, one of these days. One of these it days. Won't be soon? No, now I'm thinking the Who beat, but it's not it. And it won't be long. much magic bus. <laughs> um, the confusion of some things. Take two. Everyone's talking about asteroids these days, and uh, and and, yes. and and even and Lyle is as well, oh. uh, because we're wondering so much about uh, whether or not one is eventually going to land smack dab in St. Louis. Okay, and I believe that you have the answer to that, don't you, Lyle? Sure. According to NASA scientists, obliteration by a killer asteroid is pretty much a sure thing, unless we do something and quick. And they're not just saying that because NASA has suffered so many setbacks and funding cuts that the billions needed to produce and man the tracking telescopes and asteroid-diverting rockets would provide them with the major boondoggle that space travel once promised. Not mm -hmm. at all. No. The Apollo asteroid belt alone bowls over a hundred massive extraterrestrial balls right down our alley annually. Extraterrestrial what? Balls. Oh, I see. Flaming balls. Yes. Anyway, great a good balls. percentage of which great would balls be of fire. I got that somewhere. I'm going to get that. Go ahead. Worse, according to NASA's David Morrison, 99% of near-Earth objects, or NEOs, half a kilometer and larger, have still not been mapped. They could be anywhere. In March 1989, an asteroid a half mile across skipped within 400,000 miles of Earth. Had it been 100,000 miles across, it would have come within a half mile of Earth. In 1908, an asteroid airburst flattened 800 square miles of Tungasku, Siberia, with a force equal to a 10-megaton nuclear bomb, although still not large enough for the Russians to report it. Rasputin correctly thought it auspicious. NASA reassures us that it would have been a million tons of TNT to give us any real problems, like extinction, irreversible climate change, shroud. The thermometer on the Space Guard study is stuck at orange. 
but that may just be to keep up with homeland security, which for some reason finds destruction from space outside its mandate. What they don't tell you is that asteroids with 5 to 10 meter diameters burn up in the Earth's atmosphere, upper atmosphere, about once a year, with as much force as the bomb which wiped out Hiroshima. According to, <clears throat> excuse me, according to the Palermo Technical Impact Hazard Scale, near-Earth asteroid 29075-1950-DA, nicknamed Jim Morrison for This Is The End, has the highest probability of impacting the Earth sometime around spring break 2880. So make your travel plans accordingly. 2880? 2880. Okay. Mark your calendars. All right. If further lack of reassurance is needed, look no further than the German schoolboy who corrected NASA's calculations on the possibility of the asteroid Apophis, Apophis striking the Earth in 2036 with devastating effect at a mere 450 to 1, not 47, uh-huh. 45,000 to 0. It Whoa. also swings by us apparently harmlessly in 2029. Oh, that's, that's doable. That's even closer. Yeah. The movie Armageddon suggests that by using Bruce Willis and Ben Affleck, we might be able to move a killer asteroid off its Earth track. Yeah, that proved not to be. But is it possible? Well, in the movie... Everything's possible. Yeah. It wasn't easy, I'll tell you that, and there's complications. With God or movies, all is possible. Yeah. Astronomers have been meeting and seriously talking about what might be needed to deflect an asteroid for at least a couple of decades. Yeah. Those talks have evolved into action. Mm-hmm. NASA's DART for Double Asteroid Redirection Test Whoa. mission double is asteroid. planned to launch in November with a goal of ramming an asteroid in 2022 and testing the asteroid's response. And did they we, say, these use the word ramming? They did. Isn't there something more scientific? No. Okay, just wondering. And then they want to know, uh, well, how do you feel about that? Afterwards, <laughs> if all goes as planned, and ESA... European Space Agency mission called HERA. Now, currently wait a minute. We got HERA or ERA. HERA. I think it's HERA. HERA. That's what I say. We'll also visit the asteroid a few oh, years I see. later. You renamed it. Gathering more detailed information. What's what's the asteroid named? Uh, Apophis. Dyspepsia or something. No, like that? I don't think that's Apophis. What? That, that's uh, uh, oh, Didymus. A February. Didymus. 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 As in Dua Diddy? Uh, sure, why okay. not? Okay. Dua Diddy mess. A February 4th, 2019 statement from ESA explained the target of both DART and HERA mm-hmm. is a double asteroid system called Didymus, oh. which will come oh, comparatively close 11 million kilometers, about 7 million miles, to Earth in 2022. The Wait a minute. What, what year is this? This that's is, next year. That's next year, yes. Seven million miles. Well, the thing is going up in November, so it's got no time to waste. They hit an 800-meter diameter main body of Didymus, about 2,600 feet, is orbited by a 160-meter diameter moon, about huh. 525 feet, informally called Diddy Moon. Diddy Moon. Oh, boy. There's I got to sing. Where, where is that song? There's a song in there somewhere. Well, do a Diddy this, this, I can't get it. The statement song. continues. Hera will follow up with a detailed post-impact survey God. that will turn this grand-scale experiment into a well-understood and repeatable planetary defense technique. Well, we've heard that before. 
Deep Impact, The Green Slime, Meteor, Night of the Comet, Without Warning, Post Impact, etc., etc. I saw them all. What's different about the Hera mission from the Hollywood attempts is that it will be the first spacecraft to explore a binary asteroid system, ah. the Didymus pair. Didymus. Also, the moon, Didymoon, will be the smallest asteroid ever visited by a spacecraft. Mm. It is about the same size as the Great Pyramid of Giza. Mm. Okay, not that small. You wouldn't want the Great Pyramid slamming into St. Louis. Isn't that funny? That's just what I said, St. Louis. Amazing. Yeah. But, and it's a big but, such a binary asteroid <laughs> system is the perfect test bed for a planetary, planetary defense experiment as well as an entirely new environment for asteroid investigations. Yeah, or a boondoggle. There's a, yeah. Or a boondoggle. Yeah. Although binaries make up 15% of all known asteroids, they have never been explored before. Oh. And say the ESA team... We anticipate many surprises. Hopefully the surprises will not involve Billy Bob Thornton and a nuclear weapon. <laughs> and that's our subject of the week, killer asteroids. You shake my nerves and you rattle my brain. Too much love drives a man insane. You broke my will, a bullet of thrill. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. song if you weren't talking about his niece. Yes, well, you know. Yeah, you know. Oh, but it's still a Let great song, but, you know, ones. they married, so it was okay. Yeah, it's okay. It was the South. <laughs> <laughs> terrible, terrible. Well, no, you know. It's cultural. Yes. Maybe appropriate. <sighs> oh, man, what a great song. Anyhow, that's a good song. That's for it. Talking, you're talking about asteroids. Yeah. Do you have any final thoughts on that or personal thoughts on asteroids? No. Don't want to visit one. No. Mm-mm. Do you think we're going to get struck by one eventually? Uh, probably. Within our lifetimes? Probably well, not. 2880, be there. Okay, but you said in, in 2022. We're, just, we're going to go to them. It could happen during the elections. They're not coming it, to us. What? In 2022. No, they're going to land on it in 2022. 
No, but you said it's there's one that's here. only 7 million miles away on. That's coming on 2022. It's Don't you coming, listen to yourself? It's not coming to us. It's just going around us. It's coming. It's going past us. Yeah. It's not going to orbit us, Lyle. No, it's not going to orbit us. It's you know, I, I had a telescope as a boy back in uh, Yarba Buena, Linda, Yarba Buena, Linda. I don't know. You can remember it with all this heat all the time down here. Anyway, uh, I had a telescope, and I used to, because we, we, the nearest property there in the lemon fields was about two miles away. and it, So I got a really big telescope and tried. There was a girl there that I liked. Yeah. And uh, She left her curtains open? But, that, you know, there were a lot of trees in between us. Trees came between us. Well, you...